I wonder if you, if you ever felt completely alone in this world. Did you ever have that feeling? I think most of us have. Like, uh, like nobody really understood what you were going through. A time when the people who were supposed to take care of you uh, just didn't. Or for whatever reason, they couldn't. Sometimes we feel like we're alone. Sometimes we feel that way even when it's not the case. Sometimes it really is the case. It's hard for any other person to really fully understand any one of us. But we need to be understood by other people. We need to know that other people have gone through what we're going through. One of the most important things you can say to someone is, you are not alone. I understand. I'm with you. We need to know that someone can share our troubles and our pains. Seems like there's a shortage of compassion in this world. People often let us down, don't offer the understanding or compassion that we need. But Christmas changes everything. And I don't mean the holiday. I don't mean the celebration that we engage in today. Sometimes that just sort of puts on a party and doesn't really deal with things. I'm talking about the Christmas, that day when the eternal Son of God became the Son of Man. That changed everything. If you were to ask, what are the most essential teachings of the Christian faith, it's a very short list. And this is one of the things on that list. This thing we celebrate at Christmas, the incarnation of the eternal Son of God. In Galatians chapter 4, we read this, in the same way also when we were children, <clears throat> when we were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. In Philippians 2, it says, Although he existed in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God a thing to be clung to, to be grasped onto, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. Think for a moment what it was like for the eternal Son of God to be born as a human being. The song said, when you first opened your eyes, His experience was the same as ours. As a baby, he was completely dependent upon his parents. Almighty God learned to walk and talk. Here's some amazing things the Bible says about him. In Luke chapter 2, at the end of the chapter, we read this, and this is after he 
had this encounter where he was explaining things to the professors in the temple. It says, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature. Stature means he was getting taller. <laughs> wisdom means he was growing wiser. He grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. As a, as a human being, Jesus grew, learned, developed. In Hebrews 5, in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears. <laughs> it's easy to just scan over these things that the Bible says about Jesus. Loud cries and tears. to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. In Hebrews 2, it was fitting for him for whom all thing, are all things. Remember, we're talking about the eternal son. For whom are all things, through whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory. It was fitting to perfect the author of their salvation through suffering. Jesus grew and learned and became mature and wise in and through hard, hard things, difficulties. Then in Hebrews 4, we read, we don't have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who is in every respect has been tempted as we are, tested as we are, yet without sin. It's difficult for us to even figure out the meaning of that sentence. Tested in every way, just like us. And yet, righteous. He never failed the test. And I think that made the tests even harder. Jesus experienced every stage of life. He had parents. <laughs> I, I used to talk to teens and say, now think about it. When Jesus was 14, he, he had Mary and Joseph, his parents, Jesus is perfectly righteous. He never did one thing wrong. And he had to deal with these people who were not perfectly righteous and did do things wrong. Sometimes every parent does things wrong in the way they deal with their children. And yet Jesus, it says, submitted himself to them. That's what it meant to be a human child. It's hard to imagine even what that must have been like. He had siblings, brothers, sisters, and they didn't always support him. And in fact, as a grown man, they, they supported him badly. They gave him bad advice. They said, you really ought to be here. And he's like, uh, no. His closest friends, P 
Peter, James, John, the other apostles, his closest friends did not understand what he was doing to the very end. In fact, when he was arrested, they all ran. One of them was so desperate to get away, he lost his clothes because somebody had a hold of his clothes and he got out of his clothes in order to get away. Do you know what it's like to be abandoned by people you were relying on? Well, Jesus also knows that. Not because he learned about it some, in some book, but because he experienced it firsthand. In Isaiah 53, it says, For he grew up before God like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. He has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, and like one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised. And we did not esteem him. John chapter 1 says, He came to his own people, and his own people rejected him. The Son of God knows what it is like to be human, not just because he's God and he knows everything, but because he is one of us. He knows firsthand. He knows from the inside. On that day when the little baby was born in a shed by the side of the road, everything changes. Emmanuel, 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 God with us. And he wasn't just standing by us. He was with us as one of us. Living a human life from birth to death, the whole experience in the incarnation, God shares in the whole human experience. It, the most amazing part is this. As one of us, God the Son takes part in the ultimate loneliness of being human. He knows what it means to die. And he doesn't know what it means to die because he took a class on the meaning of death. He doesn't know what it means to die because he's God and he knows everything. He knows what it means to die because he died. He experienced it himself. The Son of God experienced alienation from God. There's no more lonely position. However lonely you have been, you haven't yet been that lonely. He knows. It says in Philippians 2, being found as an appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. He knows firsthand what it is to be one of us, even to the extent of dying, to the extent of alienation from the Father, some kind of disruption 
in the eternal joyful fellowship because Jesus was born no man or woman or boy or girl can say God doesn't understand what I'm going through he does he does without the baby Jesus God remains distant unsympathetic and honestly angry Without the baby Jesus, we remain as we are, dying alone. Because the baby was born, God shares and understands the whole human condition. Christmas changes everything. Because Jesus was born that day, God knows what it means to be a human. There's more. Because Jesus was born that day, we learn what it means to be a human. I should say that again. Because Jesus was born that day, we learn what it means to be a human. In Christ, humanity bears the image of God the way God intended from the very beginning. As Paul wrote, He is the image of the invisible God. This could not be said about Him if He was never a man. If he wasn't born, he remains invisible. In his humanity, he bears God's image. When we say Jesus is fully human, we rarely stop to notice that he's actually more fully human than we are. Because he perfectly bears the image of God, which is broken and sort of obscured in our lives. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says, For God who said light shall shine out of darkness, that same God is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. It is the man Jesus who presents the face of Christ. We have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power will be of God and not from ourselves. We're afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of Jesus so that the life of Jesus also may be manifested, shown in our bodies. Because Jesus was born, we can see and know and participate in God's true intention in his creation of us. To put himself on display in us. Because of his sacrifice, we can experience the restoration of our own humanity. Because Jesus was born, we learn what it means to be human. Without the baby Jesus, God remains invisible and unknown, both to us and through us. Without the baby Jesus, what it really means to be human would have been lost forever. 
It's in the incarnation of the Son of God that humanity bears the image of God. Christmas changes everything. Father, we give you thanks for this amazing display of your love, your grace, your greatness, your glory in the birth of our Savior. Lord, we pray that we might be changed because we know this reality, because we trust this man, the Son of God, made man, because he gave his life for our lives. Lord, we thank you that we have, that we know Emmanuel, God with us. We thank you in Jesus' name and by his Spirit. Amen.